Hey everyone, this is Isaac Maddox, and I'm the pastor of Activate Church, and this is our podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I hope this message blesses you, encourages you, builds your faith, and I hope you enjoy the message. Come on, church, you excited? You excited? We're celebrating. I love how TJ's like, our favorite event of the year. And I was like, Easter? No, it's Warrior Princess. It's our favorite event of the year. Said like a true Warrior Princess, truthfully, truthfully. You guys, I'm the halftime show, so um, getting ready to praise Jesus again. Thank you for being here. Nine years. Uh, it's overwhelming to see what God has done. It's very exciting. Um, it's very exciting. I was thinking about praise, and I want to talk about praise for a few minutes, and then we'll get back into praise. And um, it, it's, it's, it's incredible that, that we are created to praise. We're created to praise. Something got wonky in the church in the first couple hundred years that praise got sort of eliminated from the church. But we're people of praise. Have you, have you noticed that, that people, when they get around something that they like, or they love, they get excited, and they, you know, I was, I remember being up um, at the uh, Seahawks stadium, and I'm not a Seahawks fan, and uh, it's loud, it's loud, and I was not involved in the loudness of the cheering of the Seagulls, of the Seahawks, and um, I'm a 49er fan, and, um, and so I, I flew down at the baptism of Levi Stadium, the coordination unto God as holy as it is, and um, I'm just offending everybody. People are leaving church, um, and I was in a sea of red. I didn't even realize this, but I just felt home, and, and there was just like red jerseys everywhere, and there was like chanting going on and singing going on. I was like, yes, I felt home. I took Carrie to a Bon Iver concert once, and um, it was annoying, Flutes were hitting, violins were hitting, keys were hitting. I was like, what's your point? I have a point. And I just was not in. Then I went to a Metallica concert. I came into the stadium. It's like 70,000 people. Yeah, Carrie did not feel at home. Church is oftentimes perceived as loud to people who are not involved or don't feel at home. But when Jesus is your Lord and Jesus has saved you, there's something I believe that God is adding to church around the world, and it's praise. It's praise. And if you're not into praise, it can be a little bit like, oh, when's this over? Oh. If you notice kids, kids will come into praise services, and they'll be like, oh, mommy, oh. it's because they're not, they don't understand what's happening. Now, I'm not justifying the decibel reading of every service. Every once in a while, we're training a young buck, and I, whoop, gets a little crazy. Well, there are certain speakers that can blow your eardrums out. Or if you, I understand. I'm not, I'm not justifying the decibel reading. I'm just talking about praise, because praise, biblically, is expressive, and it's loud, and I'm just inviting you into that this morning. Can we talk a few minutes about praise? Forget everything I just said. Let's turn to the Bible. 
Let's turn to the Bible. Let's go to the book of Numbers, chapter 2. I'll just cruise through this. I've got two hours of notes. I'm going to get into 20 minutes here and 15 minutes, and we'll get back to praise and uh, go home and watch some, some madness of March. Amen. Numbers, chapter 2, verse 9, it says, So the total of all the troops on Judah's side of the camp was about 186,000. These tribes were to lead the way whenever the Israelites were to travel, the tribe of Judah. Judges chapter 1, verse 1. After the death of Joshua, the Israelites asked the Lord, which tribe should go first to attack the Canaanites? The Lord answered, Judah, for I have given them victory over the land. Judges chapter 20, verse 18. Before the battle of the Israelites, went to Bethel and asked God, which tribe should go first to attack the people of Benjamin. What's your answer? What's your, what's your best guess? The Lord answered, Judah is to go first. Can we just spend a few minutes this morning talking about Judah must go first? Old Testament and New Testament. Praise must go first. This is an encouragement this morning. This, this is encouraging. This is an encouragement this morning. Are you ready to be encouraged? Because oftentimes, we, we don't know what's the first thing to do. And God says, I'm going to help you out. Do you ever believe you could do what Adam and Eve couldn't? Is that just me? Am I just arrogant in my own eyes? One tree? One tree. Do you feel like you've got like a million trees you need to not eat of and you need to eat of? Do you ever feel as a Christian there's so much that you need to do right now? Or even just as a human being, there are things you need to do. One tree? I can do it. God helps, God helps us out. Well, I said, I know you feel like you've got so many things, so I'm going to help you with the first step. Judah, which means praise, is the first step. All right, tribe of Judah, let's break this down. Tri Judah must go first. Tribe of Judah, tribe of Judah. David comes from the tribe. Solomon comes from the tribe. Jesus comes from the tribe. And we've been grafted into Jesus, so we are in the lineage. We're in this lineage. We are tribe of Judah. Someone say, I am tribe of Judah. That's why there's something about praise that I'm connected to. There's something about a certain type of music that I'm connected to. That's why when the drum hits, my heart carries a rhythm. You don't have to teach dance to kids, do you? You just throw on some stuff and the little dudes, they just start dancing. Why, we were created to worship. And not only worship, but we were created to praise. All right, so Judah, 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 Judah. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob's name got changed to Israel. He had 12 sons. The 12 tribes of Israel come from the 12 sons. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Israel. Jacob was married to Leah, Judah is the son of Leah and Jacob. Let's pick this up real quick. Genesis 29. Now Laban had two daughters. The older daughter's name was Leah, and the younger one was Rachel. There was no sparkle in Leah's eyes. Aw, poor Leah. But Rachel had a beautiful figure and a lovely face. She was a hottie with a body. Amen? Focus, young people. Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> help us. Since Jacob was in love with Rachel... He told her father, I'll work for you for seven years if you'll give me Rachel, your younger daughter, as my wife. Agreed, Laban replied. I'd rather give, you, I'd rather give her to you than anyone else. Thanks, dad, father-in-law. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years, seven years to pay for Rachel. But his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Oh, what a love story. Finally, the time came for him to marry her. I have fulfilled my agreement. Jacob said to Laban, now give me my wife so I can sleep with her. It's a Bible. 
seven years. The man was ready. Don't mock him. Some of you can't wait seven minutes. I came to encourage you. Amen. Seven years, and he was just keeping it real. So Laban invited everyone into the neighborhood and prepared a wedding feast. But that night when it was dark, Laban took Leah. Remember, connivory runs in the family. So what comes around goes around. And, and, and so he, Laban sneaks in Leah to Jacob. He sleeps with her. And, and, but when Jacob woke up in the morning, it was Leah. What have you done to me, raged Jacob? I worked seven years for Rachel. Why have you tricked me? It's not our custom here, says Laban, to marry off a younger daughter ahead of the firstborn. Would have been nice to know beforehand, Laban replied. But wait until the bride week is over, then we'll give you Rachel and and provided a promise to work another seven years. Leah was trying to gain the love of Jacob by having children. But if I can just have children, so she had Simeon. She, she, had, she had Levi, and then she ended up having Judah, and she said, well, you know what? I'm not going to wait to be happy uh, uh, until, until Jacob will love me because that doesn't seem to be happening, but I'm going to stop right here, right now, and praise God for what he has given to me. We're praising God today for what he has given to me, not what's been taken away. God's going to use what I have left, and I'm going to pray. Before I go any further, not that God's done with my life, but I will pray. So, so, so Leah named this child. Judah, which means praise. I will praise the Lord. She said, I will praise the Lord for what he has done and what he has given me today. Before we go any further, we will praise the name of Jesus. And she praised him. Now she named him Judah, which is almost the exact same Hebrew word, yada, for praise. Now, now this word means praise with extended hands. There's a difference between praise and worship. Worship can be all sorts of adoration and quiet and and selah and and spirit and in truth. But we have a problem, church. And the problem is you and I don't get to define praise. And we go to the word of God. Praise, unfortunately, means praise, adoration, clapping, shouting with extended hands. So praise, I, I can pray. We all can have different personalities. We can worship The problem is, if I'm going to actually praise and Judah must go first, Jesus said, I want you to learn. God said, I want you to learn what to do first. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, Judah must go first. Always praise goes first. Paul picked this up in Timothy. He said, I wish that everyone, everywhere, lifting holy hands, holy hands unto God. Why? Because we are people of praise. We come from the tribe of Judah. Old Testament, New Testament, Jesus said, this is the way my house ought to be built. Judah must go first. Praise with extended hands goes first. Let's look at these seven Hebrew words real quick. You didn't think you were going to get some Hebrew today, but I'm going to get some Hebrew today. Seven Hebrew words. Halal. That's where we get hallelujah from. Celebrate and sing praises and boast and carries a sense of shouting. One definition of halal is to make a fool of oneself. Oh, no. Oh, no. To rave or act madly. Yada. This is what we talk about. Yada. To worship with thanksgiving and extended hands. This is not Judah. This is Judah. 
Tehillah. It means adoration. It prays by singing. It means by opening up your mouth. This, see, 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 praise takes you from being a spectator to a participator. That the, what, what happened is we kept this, we kept this for 500 years as the early church. We kept this around the globe under Roman persecution. They're burning Christians and torturing Christians and they couldn't get the song, but, but, but the gospel spread like wildfire. And at some point we became cool because we were reaching the highways and the byways, our neighbors, our co-workers. And for some reason we gave our song away and everything became quiet. And I love quiet. Everything became a hymn and I love hymns. Everything became sitting and watching and listening and receiving. But you have to understand the biblical mandate is Judah must go first. My people are a people of praise. Praise is a demonstration. We don't have time. You got all the Hebrew words. All of them basically mean this. There has to be a physical demonstration. There has to be some clapping and some singing and some dancing. That, that's why I'm saying our church is not, it should not be abnormal. This is simply praise. This is simply a place where you can come in and, and, and yada. You can come in, and Judah, you can come in and lift up the name of Jesus before he does anything for you, before you're healed, before you're renewed. Come on, church, before you're revived and restored. I'm not here to hype. I'm just here to tribe of Judah with you. This isn't about me. This is about the king of kings, the Lord of laws. And if, you, if you're saved, if you're not saved, you don't need to yada. You yada your own way. March Madness. Oh, extended hands. Tiger Woods. Whatever that. That's yada. Oh, you yada. You just don't yada Jesus all the time. What's a high five? Yada. 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 (laughs) Yada. Oh, but we come into church and we're like, why is the church so loud and crazy? This is one of those Pentecostal churches that are all like, yeah. We yada everywhere. Oh, your team wins? What do you do? Mm, that's nice. That's very nice. Maybe at the Nutcracker, you crazy ballet people. But everywhere else, there's a whole lot of this going on. Except we come into church, the tribe of Judah has lost its song. And when we lost our praise, we lost our power. But praise is coming back to the church because there is a living God. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he will, he will, he will, tribe of Judah, he will be praised. This isn't about me. This isn't about Paul. Paul said to us straight, don't go running around getting your glory. That's why there's rhythm to music. That's why there's rhythm. Why? Because I know when to come in and I know when to stop and I know where you're going. I know it's a, it's a rhythm that builds and crescendos. I need to focus. Tribe of Judah. She praised God. She praised God. She praised God. So much deconstructing of Christianity. We've forgotten that there's truth. We've deconstructed it. Do I have to? So how, how, how can I be saved? How can I be saved? How can I be saved? Believe, believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. That's how you're saved. You, you simply go, I believe in the Son of God. Good to see you, Robbie. I believe. I believe. That's how you were saved. That's how I believe. 
that Jesus is the Son of God. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Do I need to be baptized? No. The thief on the cross wasn't baptized, but Jesus did say be baptized, so be obedient in faith. Do I need to have the Holy Ghost to be saved? No. But there is a baptism of the Holy Spirit. There is gifts of the Holy Spirit. Do I need to have them? No. But you can't have them. Something needs to shift in our Christianity to the lowest common denominator in order to be saved. I know I was crucified with Christ. I know my body was nailed to the cross. I don't need to walk in guilt and shame. Why? Because it's as if I was crucified. And last time I checked, if I took the cat of nine tails and I took the nails in my hand and my feet, I would not walk around with guilt and shame. So whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Why? Because he took my place. He took my place. Judah, he took my place. There's a reason to shout. But I was crucified with him on the cross. But... It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life of Christ is living, and there's something happening. And praise is the first thing that should happen. Praise, the biggest book in the Bible, so that we should not miss it. 150 chapters of prayer and praise. Prayer and praise. Judah must go first. Pray specifically with lifted hands as you go into battle from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Just adoration and just just get your hands up and give me whatever you have, whatever you're battling. There's going to be a transfer. A transfer happens in praise. I'm going to give you what I'm going through. I'm going to give you my identity. I'm going to give you my past. I'm giving you my future. And there's a transfer that begins to take place in praise. I go from my focus to your focus. Here it is. That's praise. 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 David said, I will go into the gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise. I say, Isaiah says, rejoice, O barren woman. Praise, O barren woman. Don't wait for the baby to praise. Don't wait for the husband to praise. Don't wait for the new job to praise. You praise me not for what I do, but who I am, who I am, and who I am has never changed. I'm the same yesterday. Oh, don't make me preach this to you. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise me for who I am, and praise starts now because I've never changed. I don't change. Praise goes first. Judah goes first. Paul and Silas in the midnight hour, the Bible says they beat him severely. And that is Middle Eastern beating. That means that was ugly. And they were stripped of their skin and their clothes, locked up in a dungeon. And my Bible tells me at the midnight hour, even the chains and the beating couldn't keep them from praising. Why? Because praise goes first. And they lifted up their hands. And it says that the jail began to shake because that's what praise does. It begins to shake off your past. It begins to shake off your fear and it shakes off and it gives God the battle. Praise. Praise must go first. Praise must go first. Praise must go first. Jesus said pray this way. Pray. Start, start prayer with praise. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Praise goes first. Judah must go first. That's why we're Sunday people. It's the first day of the week. That's why we're tithing people. It's the first. If you see all the first, it's just the grace of God helping us out as children, knowing where to start. And when we don't get our first down, we walk around as martyrs. So much to do. Just a heavy Christian. I'm on 80 prayer chains, praying for holding up Ukraine on this arm and the Sudan over here. I'm not here to mock that. I'm saying, what are you doing? God said, just first, just first, get into church the first day of every week. Praise me the first part of every day. Just give the first part of your paycheck. Just show up to a church and first serve. We're people that forgive first and, and love first and extend mercy first. Where's my Christians at? We, we give hope first. 
We give out faith first. 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 David said, David said this. David said in Psalms 57, and then we're about to praise. Psalms 57, my heart is confident in you, O God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can sing your praises. Wake up, my heart. Wake up, liar. Wake up, heart. I will awake the dawn with my song. David said he's the, he's the tribe of Judah. The lion of the tribe of Judah is Jesus. And so David, David, who's, who, we're in the lineage of David, great, 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 great grandfather David said, you know what I do? I wake up, I, I wake up the dawn. I, I don't let the day wake me up. I, I, I learn to, it's not just when I get the bill or I get the doctor's note that I praise. I just set preset, preset, default mode. Every morning before the sun comes up, I wake up the dawn. I wake up the day before the problem. I'm not going to let the problems wake me up. I'm not going to let sickness wake me up. I'm not going to let the sheep wake me up. I'm not going to let the brothers that don't like me and the dad that didn't believe in me wake me up. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up the day. I'm not going to let the problems begin to dictate the course of this day. I'm going to, I'm tribe of Judah. I'm going to wake up this day with praise. It's believe that David even made a wind chime. David made instruments. Why? Because he realized there's something about music and there's something about atmosphere and there's something about faith that I need in order to, to praise the name. And so it's believed that David built a wind chime so because this little breeze would come over the hills of Bethlehem and before the sun would come up, that breeze would hit the chime and David would wake up and say I will awaken the dawn. I will sing praises. I will not let the day dictate to me. I will not let somebody that don't believe in me, I will not let fear, I will not let insecurity tell me what's going to happen today. I will awaken the dawn. I will declare the goodness of God in today. I will lift up the name today. He's my healer today. And David would wake up the dawn and say, I'm not going to let this day tell me what's in today. I declare that today is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad. Tribe of Judah, give him some praise. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. I will not wait I'm not going to wait, David said. I'm not going to wait for today. I'm not going to wait for the sun to get up. I'm not going to wait for the sheep to get up. I'm not going to wait for my brother. I'm not going to wait for problems to get up. I'm not going to wait for my insect. I'm not going to wait for anything to get up. I'm going to awaken the dawn. I'm going to sing. I'm going to look to Jesus. I'm going to lift up my head. I'm going to dance. Could you imagine if this church woke up tomorrow morning and across the city at 5, 6, 7 o'clock? The tribe of Judah begin to declare, I awaken the dawn. I awaken the dawn. I wake this day up with praise. I will declare I'm a son of the living God. I declare his healing. I begin to praise the name of Jesus and awaken the dawn. Awaken the dawn. Awaken the dawn. If you believe in Jesus, lift your hands up in this place. When David said, wake up my glory, that means mouth. I wake it up. I wake up my praise. Wake it up. I wake up my faith. Wake it up. I wake up my salvation. Wake it up. We declare that Judah must 
go first. We will wake up each day with the grace. And so our problems run smack dab into the grace of the living God. They run smack dab into faith, into hope, into love, into praise, into faith, into arms lifted high. Saying no weapon formed against me will prosper today, today. Tribe of Judah, give them some praise. Give them some praise. Give them some praise. Give them some praise. Thank you, Jesus.